Hey Felicia, did you know that people can now help us out by becoming a patron via our Patreon account? Yes, because you told me. Yay. That's right, because we <laughs> made these decisions together. Yeah, and I'm really excited about our Patreon account because for a small amount of money, you can come and support us. We will give you shout outs, exclusive content, and we will throw some of our ideas out at you to see what we should talk about on this show. I'm really excited about that. How about you, Paul? Oh, it's going to be amazing. I just think it's so great to see non-exhausting humans actually feature and be a part of the show. I know. So shout out to everybody in the world. Come and join us on our Patreon account. And where can they find this, Paul? Well, they've got two choices because we believe in democracy here. So you can go to patreon.com slash humans exhaust me. Or just go to humansexhaustme.com. Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. I'm here in, I think what we have to say, Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Uh, rather than the UK, because, you know, Olympics. And I'm joined by my wonderful friend from the USA. It's Felicia Jones. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm um, all right, thanks. How are you? It's good. The Olympics are happening. Are you, have you been they watching? Oh, they are happening. And, oh, when? by the way, when do we need to play the Olympics jingle? Will you give me a prompt? Because I thought that uh, worked we, quite well. We could play it now and later. I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe after this little segment, then we'll kick off our official Olympics coverage, and then you can play the music. Then that's the prompt. Okay. So when you say yeah. that, I'll I'll put it in. Uh, yes, right. I have I have been watching it. I have been watching it. Thanks. Um, very interesting. Lots to talk about. Oh yeah, there's so much to talk about. Before we get to that, we got to talk about the reason why this podcast was started. <laughs> <laughs> because we thought, you know, we walked into this year and for, for all of you listening, Paul was always, you know, we got to have some content just in case. And you know what? We haven't been, you know, we haven't needed to really do much of content <laughs> planning because COVID is still here. So one of the things that's been kicking off over here is COVID regret, meaning people are regretting not getting the vaccine and then they're asking for it when they go into the hospital, right when they're sick. Hmm. <laughs> so, Why did... so we're having to explain to them that this is not how vaccines work. This is not like the movies where, you know, you're on your deathbed and all you got to do is give me the cure. And then in five minutes, you're up and going. That's not how this works. So uh, we, we're, we're having to educate people on how vaccines work. And um, a lot of people are saying, well, I've never gotten a vaccine, but I got my shots when I went to school when I was young. <laughs> and we're having to tell them that it's the same thing. But no, yeah, that American education system right there for you. <laughs> that is something else. Uh, I got my shots. OK, like, seriously, like, it's not it's not like this is the first time when people have been talking about vaccines in the last 18 months is it how do people I guess, know i guess they don't say it that way people say i got shots but you never I, I guess when you're going to school you never hear about let's go get your vaccines you just know you have to get shots that's it oh okay now you see and i'm not an expert in all schools and how it's all you know and announced here but I'm just thinking back, to, well, I can't remember my own childhood, to be perfectly honest, but just thinking about my children, it's mm -hmm. the vaccine. So 
my eldest has just had the HPV vaccine uh, to prevent cervical cancer. So that bit funny then, cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you're wondering why a boy would have that vaccine, then you need to read up on that because it's the virus that causes the uh, the cancer. Anyway, um, it's all about protecting each other, folks. That's the point of the vaccines. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure that we've never referred to it as a shot. Do, do, I mean, don't they get a, a list of other shots that they have to have before they go to school, like measles? Yeah, we have um, measles, mumps, pox. rubella, pertussis, whooping cough. Tuber- to, to TB. TB, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess people just don't. I mean, to be honest, I've never. I know what a vaccine is. I know a vaccine is a shot. But I guess for those who've never put the two and two together, if you don't say the word shots, mm. they may not understand. So, go get your shots, people. Just go get your shots. <laughs> because the numbers are. Are, are are going up high over here. Um, I've read a report that our COVID numbers are worse um, than at this exact time a year ago. So really? I, I guess we are hitting into a fourth and fifth wave, fifth wave, but it's, um, it's almost like it's regional and it's really hitting in the South where less than 30% of the population has been vaccinated. So what we're having is a lot of the Republicans, um, people who in the political sphere were, you know, COVID is a hoax. They have all changed their tune all of a sudden. After really, I did see yeah. Obama uh, governor. I think it was saying it's time to blame the unvaccinated. Yeah, she she got a little upset. So she's had uh, enough. But she was one of those that wasn't completely on board, and um, really. it. It was one of those things like, gosh, if you had just done the right thing in the beginning, we wouldn't have this issue. But this is the um, this is what you got to deal with now. Um, the hospital and I- ICU numbers are up in those areas and they're just trying to convince people to go get uh, the vaccine now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I did see here that there's a lot of um, younger people in the hospital now because I guess the older people are more vaccinated and they're really emphasizing here the uh the 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 severity of some of the infections for the younger members of society and apparently boris johnson is raging he's raging that's the term that was used raging at uh, (laughs) youngsters not getting the vaccine and you just think well I'm sorry, mate, but you don't really have any moral authority here at this point. So you can rage all you want, but if you'd have made it, if you'd have taken several different decisions over the past yeah. of the 18 months, then then we wouldn't be in this situation anyway. But it's it's interesting, this idea of regret. And, and I mean, is that really public a, a, is it a big thing in america at the moment this this regret are people seeing people be regretful well what's happening is we're getting reports from doctors who are having to deal with these patients and of course you know you get the media jumps on all the all of the coverage um with those things so um if you follow a couple of doctors or on on twitter you a lot of them are just reporting that they've ha- having to explain to people 
you know, they can't just give them the vaccine um, and just being really sorry, feeling sorry yeah. for them. Uh, and, and, and of course, we, we see those stories every now and then. But of course, they're popping up just a little bit more. And of course, the same thing with the kids. Um, I guess more children are going into the hospital now. It's it's kind of crazy, and it's it's all because of this Delta variant, which is just not that the the Delta variant is not very nice. It's kind of mean. It's, it's kind it's kind of mean. It's kind of mean. Um, yes. I mean, it's the one that's by far the dominant one here. Um, but it it does. I mean, I don't want to like jinx anything. Over here, it looks as though the 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 peak might have passed for us with the delta so we're just waiting for the next one now yeah yeah <laughs> welcome lambda <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh, i think some of the people are kind of well you got the economists who were kind of like yeah we're getting back to you know the economy picking up but it's actually starting to slow down again in some areas and now they're kind of scared because we're coming up on Labor Day um, in September. So it's the next major holiday and school is about to start in probably about three, four weeks, depending on where you live. And that is scaring a lot of people because a lot of school districts still don't have a plan anymore. Okay. And the the mask issue. Oh, gosh, you, you you would think that people that the world is asking people to give up their toes and fingers. <laughs> But the mask issue is a big issue and and people aren't wearing masks anymore. And I guess we'll just see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, mm. Oh, COVID. Oh, COVID sucks. Oh, COVID sucks. <laughs> I have to say, so we've, we're a week into free, quotes and quotes, freedom, which is, I've just decided just a terrible way to uh, express it. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are, we are now awaiting the results of freedom where masks, freedom. well, masks are <laughs> off and all the rest of it. But I have to say I've been, so I went out on Wednesday night with a friend and uh, we didn't wear masks. We were outside and then mm -hmm. a table of youths came and sat next to us and we're like, let's go. <laughs> but <laughs> you'd, yeah uh, everywhere that i've seen in the last week people are still wearing masks so i don't know whether we've turned a cultural corner here or whether people are just going we just don't trust the government so we're just gonna do yeah. what we like and but, sometimes it all depends on where you live too yeah right yeah. i've seen photos out of london <laughs> no london looks like florida right okay yeah well i mean you would not get me not wearing a mask on the tube. I mean, I don't even touch the escalator handrail or anything <laughs> pre-COVID. So yeah. you just wear your got to go Naomi Campbell and wear your um, your hazmat suit everywhere. Now yeah, yeah. And wipe as you walk. Like we're just going to wipe all of this. Yeah. Well, well good luck. We'll see where COVID goes. Now, this is this is an interesting story that I came across you know, right before we got on. And we're not going to go too deep into it, but if you re remember the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise, and it was about pre-crimes and determining people who were going to create uh, commit crimes, and they would actually put them in jail before time. Uh, so now there's a database in Florida where they are identifying people who are on the path to possibly 
committing a crime. And now they're using school children's grades, attendance records, and abuse histories to label them for potential future as potential future criminals. And this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what so what what's the what's the point of this? To help them change their lives. That's what they say. But when you give this type of information to authorities, who knows what they'll eventually do with it. Okay. So hang on, just so that I've got this clear. They are taking information from them as children and identifying yes who has the propensity to to be a criminal and then yes. making an intervention well i don't know they say they're going to make an intervention but i'm pretty sure all of a sudden they don't have any money to do all that extra work right <laughs> that's okay. kind of how things here you know how you start one way oh we're going to just identify and help them but then oh we lost the funding to the help part so we're just going to identify right um, that seems a bit like let's just whack a label on i mean when i was at school they tried to do something similar where they tried to predict our future career do you want to know what i got <laughs> what fast food manager <laughs> <laughs> so you know if it all goes wrong i can revert back to the career i should have always had i mean fast food is paying a lot more these days they're up right. to twenty two fifty an hour here Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not sure they're that here, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, here, I mean, if you're a teenager and you want a job that you can cash in, because I was making $4.25 an hour when I worked in fast food, but, you know. Oh, where did you work? Well, I didn't work fast food. It was actually in a restaurant. Okay. Um, I worked, uh, it was called Johnny Rockets. It was like one of those 50s themed diners, and I cool. made milkshakes. Yeah, I made milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. I just made milkshakes. Sounds sounds <laughs> idyllic to, to to me. I flicked cauliflower so cheese nasty. down a bride once. <laughs> Don't make milkshakes. It was gross. <laughs> you just stink the whole time. <laughs> oh dear. So so what's going to happen then with these with these kids apart from them being completely stigmatized forever? Uh, I don't know. This is just a new program, which is like all new programs. So who who knows what they're going to do with this but probably they're going to probably know who to arrest in the future i guess mm. it's kind of messed up well of course they do that profiling already really don't they they just base it on the skin tone <laughs> yeah they do that and your neighborhood <laughs> and your education level so there you it's go just something else we need to you know it's just efficient to judge people before they before they do stuff i guess you're yeah. black so therefore you know you must be a criminal uh, yep. you're from a poor neighborhood, so you're probably going to steal something. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's just efficiency, surely. I mean, well, they do it based on also, I don't know how big it is there, but they also base this information on your family unit. Like if you are a child of divorced parents, you're more likely to fall into these categories as well. Sure. Um, you know, all these things. So it's, um, it's, I guess we're just all future criminals. I, I kind of want someone to create a website at this point and allow you to type in certain characteristics and and see and see what happens. So you know, I'm not the tallest of people. What what does that what mean? What does that mean for me? Fast food manager. Well, <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, I can't serve because I can't see over the counter. You're going to be stealing food from the back. There you go. <laughs> 
You know, as long as they have a database identifying the people who are more most likely to steal the world from all their money, I'm I'm okay with this thing. Right. <laughs> so we can get rid of them first. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going off into space anyway. Yeah, I, I, well, no, we, we haven't talked about that yet, have we? No, we haven't. <laughs> oh, rich people doing rich people stuff and just leaving when everything gets bad. We'll what have to talk know, about Felicia. Yeah, they so don't know anything. They're just being rich. Rich folks, <laughs> rich folks do rich people things, you know? Mm. If I was rich, I would build a rocket and leave this place as well. But I'm not, so I'm in the basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watching the Olympics. <laughs> and there's your cue. Because it's now officially time for our Olympics coverage. Yay. Okay, <laughs> where we do have we like a, a crowd cheering? No, look, don't ask me to source anymore. Like, I, okay, <laughs> I, I did struggle to, to. I had to combine multiple pieces of licensed music to create the one, the one sound because I wanted so a whistle. Talented. Yeah, I wanted a, a newsy type thing and a sport thing, and I had to basically combine. So, you know, if uh, if you're wondering why you should join us on Patreon, that's your reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that later because we have our first patron. Oh, we got to talk about our patron. But first, let's get into these Olympics. Now, the first thing we have to talk about is the gold medal count or the overall medal count do you know what you guys have been doing in the uk uh yes i can uh i have the medal table live right in front of me obviously uh, this is uh, a recording so uh, this is accurate as of monday the 26th of july 2021 at um uh 16 no 1834 utc just to be super super accurate for the world um if you don't know what utc is just look up UK time. No, don't look up UK no, time. Don't look UK up. is not on UTC at the moment. UK is on UTC plus one. Well, but you could just look up you look up the time in London, <laughs> folks. Look up time in London. There you and go. And that is also not UTC. <laughs> anyway, let's not get into that. <laughs> um, right. So as of well, th this morning, well, not this morning, as of yesterday, we, we hadn't really, I think we'd won one silver. Um, yeah. And well, you it. have three so far. Well, we three have gold. three golds now. We have three golds because we won three golds today. Today in what? Uh, in the men's 100 meters breaststroke. Adam. Oh, PT. that's that Andy Adam PT. Adam PT. Yes, yeah. I've got. Uh, I've got a story about Adam PT because he is based in Loughborough. Okay. Um, but I won't repeat it. <laughs> I won't repeat it. <laughs> That will it's be just, behind on our Patreon account. Yeah, then maybe that'll be the exclusive content for uh, <laughs> people. I just, you know. Well, okay, but give a hint of what the story is about, though, so that we can tease people. Um, it's about what happens in the swimming pool in Loughborough. Oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm getting all kinds of images. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he. Listen for our patrons. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he won. And uh, then we won the 10-meter synchronized diving. Uh, okay. Tom Daly and Matty Lee. And then we won the uh, mountain biking, which was really unexpected. Tom Pickford won okay. the mountain biking gold. Okay. Things that they didn't show on TV here, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have seven gold medals. And mm. can you guess where one of our goals came from? 
Um, shooting. Shoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should be very good at that. We should. I mean, some of these other, uh, these uh, Asian countries, they're pretty amazing at shooting as well. But yes, we won in um, one of the shooting contests. So good Was for it, America. We do what we do well. Yes. Did it involve a school? I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I just saw people with guns. <laughs> somebody comment, came out with a, a gold comment, medal. Fair, fair somebody enough. came out with a gold medal. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Japan is leading the medal table according to this table I'm looking on the IOC yeah. website. I mean, so, Japan has dominated skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, the men's yeah. and women's street skateboarding. And that was that was cool to watch. I actually think the skateboarders have the most comfortable uniforms across all of the Olympics. And I don't think you thought they were comfortable, but well, oh, they just look like <laughs> jeans in a jeans in a top to me, but you know, yeah, that's what skate. How was the last time you've been hanging around a skate park? Um, let me think. Uh, never. <laughs> okay. So that's why <laughs> they look, they look more dressed up than at the skate park, but that's what they wear at the skate park. But I thought they had some of the coolest uniforms and the fact that this was the only only sport where people actually had their cell phones in their pockets because they would fall out when they fell and no. they had their earbuds in. And I was like, okay, this is so, so street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, cause nobody else can wear a cell phone. And, and, you know, we've seen all of these issues with the, with the uniforms and, you know, with the women's uh, on the beach volleyball teams having to wear the little panties basically. Mm. Uh, and it's in the regulation. That? You know, I it's you, I just saw an article and it was talking about the rules of uniforms and the male gaze. And whew, I understand why some of it's done is for the money, but it, it does suck that you, you not only do you have to worry about your sport and being good. Now you have to worry about all the other things that comes with wearing panties. Uh, out in public, shaving things, making sure your butt fits into it, making sure that you're in shape, which they're always going to be in shape, but it's a little stressful. Um, I, I think they should be able to wear shorts. I mean, if the men could wear shorts, same in gymnastics, if men could wear pants and tank tops and all these other things, I don't see why the women can't either. Well, uh, if you're talking about gymnastics, so I used to be a gymnast when I was younger. That was the only sport that I was half decent at. And I, yeah, I can tell you that the the men's uh, slip is actually more like a leotard, like it has like a proper undercarriage. It's not like a vest and shorts. It goes all the way yeah. under. But so, but your butt's not out. But you wear shorts. You wear shorts or trousers over. You're not having because, yeah. like you know, men down men down there, then you know, generally speaking, not tidy. So uh, yeah, well, these that, days. <laughs> well, maybe, 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 um, but <laughs> well, but you still get to wear pants, though. That's the thing. Yeah, you yeah, get to yeah. Wear yeah. Pants over, and you know, with the women, you get deductions when you have to adjust your your leotard. So, and you're doing all these these very competitive things, and you know, your your leotard is going to go up your butt. And they do wear um, glue. They wear leotard glue to keep it in place. Sure. And and as somebody who's danced and I've done all these things and 
uh, in costumes that were like, okay, exactly. How am I supposed to stay in this thing? But okay. <laughs> uh, you, you find ways. I mean, duct tape, uh, spray glue, you do yeah, all these yeah. things to stay in. Yeah. And um, you just wish that you wish that they had some options so that, you know, if they didn't want to wear these things, they have some other options, but, you know, kudos to the German uh, women's gymnastics team that went um, full cat suit or leotard. So. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole interesting discussion really, because I mean, why there's this silly thing going on about the beach volleyball and whether or not they can wear shorts. I mean, it's just, it's just a ridiculous notion and i understand that pink the singer is paying the fine from there um that this team has has had issued by the governing body of the sport um but just it just seems it just seems ridiculous because like you say you could wear a cat suit uh would they would they insist on for example um the uh qatari beach volleyball team wearing bikini bottoms is that what is that what they're saying are they are they ignoring people's cultural preferences as well? Well, they they're they're following the rules. That's the thing. Mm, and the when we change. bring up and when we bring up um, women from other sports, especially like uh, Muslim women in sports, that is an issue that's been there for years. Right. Of you know participating in sports, and then all of a sudden, well, you have these rules, and it's like you know what, you're gonna have to bend a little bit, especially if this is a world stage. Mm. Not everybody's gonna do everything the same, and then also, not everybody wants to, not everybody wants to wear panties to do a sport in. <laughs> no, not really, not not really. I mean, I remember in the eighties uh, when people used to like sort of point fingers at the East German women for having. Hairy armpits. Yeah. You know, and it was like, <laughs> look at them. Look at them. And A, obviously, that's <laughs> that's a human's natural state anyway. Um, but but I don't know, I don't know how we I mean I do know how we got to this point because you know, capitalism and Kardashians. Well, that's a good title for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't, uh, you know, I will say this, we can't blame this on a Kardashians. This has been going on. Are you sure? Are you but- sure? Oh, the male gaze and women in sports. Yes. I mean, we can always go back to when women play professional baseball and they had to wear the little panties and skirts. Really? Yes. (laughs) And these were like real athletes and they had to slide into bases and things. And it's like, so how am I supposed to slide when I don't have pants on? So this has been going on for a very, very, very long time. But of course, if you went back as far as ancient Greece, there'd be no clothes whatsoever. Well, there Men weren't any women competing either. So, well, there you go. <laughs> I don't well, know what point I'm making the there. I, me either. I mean, unless you want to go back to the original Olympics. Uh, no, 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 thanks. I mean, things <laughs> like waggling all over the place. It's, I mean, it's not very aerodynamic, is it, for a start off? I mean, but you save money on clothing. Yeah, and you get true. rid of all the extra sponsorship stuff. So, and to be fair, in Greece, Greece is warm enough. Greece is warm enough. It's pretty warm in Tokyo. It's in the yeah, 90s or yeah. um, 45. I, I think it's supposed to get up to 45 Celsius there. So, yeah, I know. Um, I know it's. I know it's hot. I didn't realize that the last Tokyo Olympics in 1964 was held in something like October, November because of for that very reason. But obviously these days, um, you know, it has to be within a certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, although, mm. although, hang on, Brisbane has just been awarded the 2032 
games. Yeah. So I wonder when that's going to be held. Is that going to be held in the summer as well, or is they are they going to go winter because obviously that's in the southern hemisphere. Probably going to be Australian winter. Right. Okay. Which I suppose in Brisbane is still going to be warm. Yeah. So. There you go. We got to get ready for the Olympics. Um, but hopefully, maybe the Olympics will find some changes in how they have been doing some of the things. Now, I will say the skateboarders, impressive on the tattoos. They are so culturally relevant right now. Um, I, I'm I'm predicting that tattoos will be the next way to sponsor things um, <laughs> because they were all tatted out. And I mean, we even have some Olympians with, ta- with tattoos all over their bodies. I think it's so cool. Well, what sort the of Olympics- tattoos are we talking about then? Oh, they're just tattoos, whatever is on people's bodies. Oh, okay. What's wrong? Well, yeah, well, that's... No, I that's... think it's cool. I just think it's... We... I, I think it's nice that they have added some of these sports that people thought these uh, were the pre-crimes children. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they are bringing their flavor. With, they're bringing street flavor with them. Um, the tattoos are cool. The earbuds, the, you know, uh, the baggy uniforms. Yeah. I, I just think they're just trying to make the Olympics culturally relevant because some people still think it's this conservative place. Um, but I, I like all the young people and they're doing their thing. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing yeah. the uh, German women's gymnastic full body suits right now. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know if they're any good. I didn't see them. Compete, they look cool. So. They look cool. Yeah. But... So hopefully, you know, the Germans will be able to maybe do some things so they can win a medal mm-hmm. um, and it'll be kind of fun for them. But the Olympics so far have been I, it's it's a weird feeling I have because when I first started watching, I was like, you know, what, COVID so sucks because these athletes, they need audiences. They're in these empty yeah. stadiums and you feel bad for Tokyo. They spent all this money for these empty stadiums and it's 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 cool to watch them but it's also just kind of sad at the same time because the COVID numbers they're still dealing with COVID um and basically I think three athletes and 13 um people supporting the Olympics have been have tested positive and when you test positive you're out you you're you're taking a you 10-day quarantine immediately but you're not competing so how, in terms of like the medal table, what is the tally for the COVID Olympics and the COVID uh, medals? Have we got a tally on that? You know what? They're kind of keeping it quiet. It's like uh... they were they were outing it at first. And then I just read an article. They, they've announced like three people tested positive, but they're not really saying who until they're kind of out and getting replaced on their teams. So it's kind of hard to keep up with it. But as of four hours ago, that was the latest of, you know, people who um, tested positive. And during the Olympics, I know there are a couple of golfers that tested positive. So they have been replaced on their respective teams. And I can't remember any other sports. And some other people, I I think some other um, beach volleyball people early on. Yeah, you're out, basically, if you test positive. Because you have to quarantine, which means... You know, the Olympics will be over. That's it. That's when it. Come out. Yeah. Um, okay. So I've got something here from uh, webindia123.com. I've never seen this site before, so I have no idea how valid Uh-oh. it is. But it says, <laughs> I mean, it could, be, it could be fake news, let's face it. It says 16 more uh, cases on Monday. 
and that's his 13 support and the three athletes right okay yeah 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 sorry yeah including three uh, yeah three overseas athletes so it says the total number of games related infections now stands at 148 Woo, that's um in comparison to how many athletes are there is low but that's still that's that's very impactful for somebody who did all this work yeah. and then they can't compete because that's it. not all of these people get paid to do this. I mean, they get paid, but there's nothing else to come back home to. This is it for them. Mm. Can we talk about Naomi Osaka? Yes, we can. And she had her coordinated braids for the Japanese flag, which I thought was adorable. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't quite recognize who it was at the beginning because I'm used to it with slightly shorter hair. Um, and it's obviously always a surprise as to who lights the Olympic flame. Um, but I thought, how cool. Yeah, it was cool. Cause you, they'd never really use an active athlete to light the flame. Mm -hmm. But I think Tokyo is also trying to, I mean, she is the, she's the face of tennis right now. She's the face of mental health, youth, all these things. And I also think that they are, they're, they're kind of having some, some, cultural issues of talking about biracial kids in Ch in japan yeah and basically using them for marketing so there you go <laughs> right okay well do you think then that she was used as marketing in this case or do you think oh of course but i would take it why not <laughs> you would take I mean, the money I mean, <laughs> yeah why not i get to i get to light the olympic flame yeah okay i mean it, everything we do and all these things is always done for a purpose Mm -hmm. And just because you're on a global stage, a lot of these things are done on purpose, you know. So let's not pretend that this is all just people being nice. Mm -hmm. These um, are world leaders trying to make an impression on the rest of the world. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Because even the flag bearer was um, another biracial Japanese um, person, uh, Rui Hichimura. I can't, I can't remember his exact last name, but he plays for the Washington Wizards on, in the NBA here. Oh. Yeah, okay. so he was the flag bearer for Japan. I saw the Olympic flame when it came through my village in 2012. Oh, I don't interesting, even interesting know fact. where this thing happened. <laughs> I don't know. But the Olympics are going to Paris. Are you going to go next time? I would love to go. I would love to go. I'm hoping that COVID is done and dusted by, by uh, this point. It's not going away. It's not. Maybe, so. maybe not. Maybe not. But I, I think having been to London and just having such an amazing experience there, uh, I would really love to go to Paris because it's so close. I mean, it couldn't get any closer without being in Britain, really, because Paris is northern france yeah. i live in the southern half of the uk so um i was explaining to the kids i was like it's only four hours on the train it's only four hours from where we live to paris That's on the cool. train i was like, we could go on we can go in the day we could go like there and back yeah in the day, your day and then come back home that'll be fun yeah. yeah so i think they're kind of over it we have the um <laughs> commonwealth games in birmingham next year uh so you know where we can uh rekindle our love for the empire uh which will be uh, like <laughs> well, amazing next year do it, do oh, it during a sporting event but just yeah. don't start tearing things up okay yeah. <laughs> don't These be those people 
<laughs> these are all the countries that we used to own, kids. You see all these flags yeah. around the stadium. We used to own all of this. Um, I'll turn that into a shirt. I yeah. Now, here's one interesting thing. The summer winter Olympics are less than six months away. Weird. Yeah. In Beijing. It, Weird. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, can we cancel or like move it up, you know, move it back or, you know, move it up some because it feels like it's just so close to have to deal with COVID stuff again. But yeah, the Winter Olympics are literally right around the corner. But no one really pays that much attention to the Winter Olympics, do they? Not really. <laughs> people people in this country don't. I mean, we won the ice skating once and a few, maybe, I don't know, maybe we won like the... Sounds like you don't pay attention to things you don't win in. <laughs> well, that's rich coming from an American... <laughs> Well, we win all things. Yeah, you know this is, is what diversity is does to a country. You win, <laughs> yeah. you win all the medals. Okay. See, mm -hmm. and it's always been impressive watching all these people walk in. Like, oh, there's no diversity in any of these countries. But <laughs> right. um, there's a running. Well, there is a joke. A comedian here, Tosh 2.0. He's a little cringy at times, but I, I did appreciate one of his jokes about the Winter Olympics. He said the Winter Olympics was just created to make uh, rich white people feel good about themselves. Yeah. He said it's only like five countries that can compete in the Winter Olympics. It's true. It's true though, isn't it? It's it's absolutely true. It's like it's like as it really is not inclusive because I mean it is we, not at all. we do not have snow and uh, not really anyway. So we can do some ice skating and we can throw ourselves down a down a, a, a track on a on a tray. <laughs> yeah, but but that's that's about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you, what do, you do if you're in the Caribbean or in Africa? You just got no chance, have you, really? Well, all of all of the ones, uh, they started adding more of those countries. And, of course, now you got to have money, but all of them end up training in um, in Canada and right. in Whistler yeah. or uh, Colorado or, or Utah. There's only like three or four places that they can all train in. And I guess that's the, the Alps over there. So, yeah, it's only like yeah. five places you can train in for – some sports that yeah. you need a lot more money you do to get access well, to. you have to be rich to go skiing you know i mean, I mean um, maybe maybe you don't but i mean certainly here you either go to the, one of the indoor centers which is just you know you're not learning anything or you have you know go skiing darling yeah. don't you go yeah. to the alps well, and go to a chalet in switzerland we'll, we'll see but the, the winter olympics are coming in in beijing which i'm i'm curious how they're gonna do snow over there but I, I don't know. I've always been curious, like how 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 are they going to pull off snow? It's kind of like they'll find know. a way. Yeah, they will find a way to make snow for sure. I think what's more interesting is like what's their COVID situation? Will people be interested in boycotting? Because there's a bit of a call here for people to boycott the Winter Olympics because of um, the situation in uh, what's the province called in the northwest where the Uyghur Muslims. Being held oh. in concentration camps. They said you there's know. no problem there. There's uh, obviously, no there's, there's no problem. No problem. No. Everything's perfect. Of course not. Of course Why are not. you spreading fake news? People need to listen to this show. We like the. Um, uh, I was, what are we like? We need to find an equivalent because, like, this is this is the real deal that we're giving people. We're we're just us. We're we just, are unique, yeah. and um, if you're not listening, you're missing out. Exactly. Lessons. Now, yes. if you want some more exclusive content, then really you need to be part of our Patreon. Uh, what do we call it? A system a membership? I don't know what we call it. But if you can be a patron to us, if you're on our top tier, 
you can get some exclusive content where uh, you know it, who knows what it it might be me and a leotard or something I, I i don't i don't know based on today's show oh we're going only fans okay here we go We'll, we'll we'll see what brings in the money to be honest Felicia. For $15 a month you can get photos <laughs> yeah uh, but if that's not your bag if you don't want to quite work up on that there are other tiers available and for a very basic one dollar or local currency equivalent you can uh, be a patron and uh, I think it's time to give a bit of a shout out to uh, yeah, to our only patron, patron. <laughs> Ashley in Utah. What's up, Ashley? Hey, so Ashley. Ashley is one of our focus group patrons, and we will be getting ideas on what to talk about on the show from Ashley. So we are so excited that Ashley will be joining us. So this is the shout out. Yay. Um, yeah. I don't know what and else you, you got. Yeah. Well, if you want to yeah. be also in the focus group, just go to patreon.com slash humans exhaust me and come and join us for the ride yeah and maybe get a photo of paul in a leotard we'll say we'll say i'm not promising that we'll just say we'll just say okay yeah, well look that was really good workout now <laughs> i'll work out just in case i get to the olympics in yeah, okay. uh, in, in in paris in paris <laughs> hey there are some increasingly uh, older people i mean one of the sn- the skateboarders was 34 you know i'm not that well, far off that well the gymnast was 46 so and she's well, been they, doing it for a long time there you go so i'll be yeah. at paris 2024 i'll just be you know 40 something uh i can't i can't wait i'll start i'll start training now yay i'll, yeah. I'll watch i'll watch you do that all right until next time we'll see you next time Bye. part of the like mind media network <laughs>